I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the house And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Taking a meeting, setting them up, arranging the chairs. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? We're just a few days from draft draft day. Ooh. I'm so hyped, and we have no cards to really play in this draft. The free agency news is flying, flying off the shelves, Isaac. How many days are, are we doing it? Are we, are we doing a free agent dash? We haven't even really talked about that. We should. We might as well. We might as well start now because we just had an awesome day today. Yes, we hit like top two hundred on iTunes, and we didn't have a single Mavs rumor. We don't even have a draft pick. There's nothing going on with we Mavericks about right the now. AD trade. Yes, we talked about like the AD an trade, and uh, we we're a top sports thing on iTunes today. We so, almost passed yeah, Stephen awesome. A. Smith. What about that? <laughs> well. He had LeVar, so. Oh, my gosh. That was a mess. When will, st- when will people stop giving this guy a microphone? They won't. Just, when when just, people stop watching, when people will never stop watching, there will always be the LeVar stands. That's just dumb. Also, he's always going to do something stupid, so you just watch it. He's very, he's very, uh. It's like, no, no don't do it. He, <laughs> now, uh, now they, now they well, tread Lonzo. You know, he, he's very uh, Luka yeah. Doncic-ish. No, know? that was not who you're going with. With uh, now that I feel like Lonzo got traded, this could be the worst part of that trade: the fact that Lavar's unleashed again. Did you see that he was wearing uh, Saints colors? His his big baller brand was in Saints colors when he was on. Why is he still repping repping this brand? Like, is isn't this brand like done? Like, it tanked, right? I don't know. That guy's done. I think that guy went to jail. <laughs> oh. What do we have to talk about today? Nothing. We, no, we have a ton to talk about. <laughs> Man, we got a whole bunch to talk about today. The draft is, let's see, today is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, two days. The draft is in like two days when you're listening to this. That's wild. We have that to talk about. Uh, the Mavs might get involved. The one thing that we have to look out for, obviously the 37th pick, but also trades. So Isaac has a whole bunch of trades just from other teams that maybe the Mavs could get into at some point. Then also, there's just going to be, between now and the 30th of June, and obviously past that, because free agency opens the 30th of June this year. It opens like at 6 p.m. Eastern or something like that. When From now until then, we're just going to have so many random rumors. We're not going to know what to do with all of them. <laughs> and there's just going to be so many things. So we're just going to try to compile all of them that we can. Obviously, if you guys see stuff, tweet it to us. You guys are pretty good at that. And so we'll, and we'll talk about it on the pod, but... We'll talk about a bunch of different rumors today from different guys, players that the Mavericks might be able to target in free agency. And so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Julius Randle, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, Patrick Beverly. There was news about um, a bunch of stuff in Shams's piece today on The Athletic that I read, so we'll talk about that. Just just a lot of stuff, Isaac. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Um, draft update. Right now, as it stands, the uh, ESPN mock has Dylan Windler mocked to the the Mavs would you be okay with that 
Um, sure. I mean, he's an outside shooter from Belmont. Uh, I don't know a ton about him after that. I, didn't, I haven't watched a ton of tape on him. Does he know I, horse racing? I think, uh, I guess he could be there. I've seen some people have him late first. Just that every team's wanting three-point shooting. So, uh, anybody can shoot a three-pointer, I'm down for. I mean, yeah. We'll leave it And that. then the ringer has Isaiah Roby. As the uh, as their pick at that at thirty seven, yeah, I don't have a ton of thoughts on him. So that's where I'm we are gonna... with that. We'll as soon as they draft someone, we'll have thoughts on them. But there's just, I will say somebody too many guys right now. I mean, all all things Mavs. Jimmy has been tweeting out all these different sites that have different players, and like I saw Bull Bull was one of the players. Well, I was going to mention that that somebody had him as the thirty seventh uh, best prospect. I think. That would be absurd. I, I don't. I don't think that that happens at all. I th- you have. Yeah, I think that was have, on Vecini's board. I don't think Vecini likes him very much. Okay, here's my thing with that. You have multiple teams that have multiple first round draft picks. I know. I know that they'll probably trade some of them, like the Boston, uh, New Jersey, San Antonio. Spurs, yeah. You can't convince me that San Antonio's gonna pass on Ball Ball with one, one if they have two <laughs> first rounders. Uh, Boston, you know, three first rounders. Like, there's just too many teams with multiple first. And even on top of that. If you get past the lottery and you're down into the 20s and Bol Bol's still there, I, th- I still think you got to swing for that in his talent. So if there is some wild reason that Bol Bol is there at 37, uh, yes, you draft him. <laughs> I, I would be 100% on board with that. The skinniest front court in NBA history. <laughs> he's he, he's a yeah he's a lot different than uh, he yeah he's good. But bring back Nerlens. <laughs> Bring back New Orleans. He could be in L.A. with your boys. He probably will be. He's clutch, right? Yeah. Just all clutch team. Dang. Except they're not clutch. <laughs> Stop. LeBron is clutch. Get out of here. I'm not letting <laughs> Speaking of LeBron, is there anybody in NBA history that could form a better starting five of teammates that at the time in which they played with them than LeBron? Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis. Can any other player in NBA history form a better starting four around them? Uh, I don't know. Magic with Kareem, worthy. Magic's who I th- who I go to first. That's your. That's but, my first thought. But it's like just thinking about that, that it's pretty wild to think about. You know. What about Pat McCaw? He's won three championships in three years. He's played with Steph. And Durant, honestly, he's played with Steph, Durant, Clay, Draymond, Kawhi, Marcus Saul. That's the defensive McCall. player of the year right there. That's three <laughs> defensive player of the years, two, two MVPs, three Finals MVPs. Okay, okay, Pat McCall might win. <laughs> Robert Ori, he played with Hakeem. He played with Shaq and Kobe. He played with uh, Duncan, Manu, and, and Tony Parker. I mean, I guess Kobe would have what Powell and Shaq, Powell and Shaq, and uh, I guess Steve Nash. We got to count Steve Nash too, right? You get him in their prime, right? Or is it just when they played with them? It's just when they played with him. Like you, like you couldn't put Shaq on LeBron's team, you know, because Shaq was just washed at that point. You could put him, but he'd have to come off the bench, and he'd just be the guy. He'd be yeah. the, the end of the bench, like the custodian. I just thought, I just thought about that today. Now with AD and. I was like, man, that he's gonna have insane star teammates in their primes. But anyway, pretty wild. Going. Yeah, because that's the only time. Tweet LeBron us if you if you can think of something else. If you can think of a different player that had better 
teammates throughout his career. And longevity helps. LeBron's been in the league, you know, for sure for a long time. Dirk's is not even anywhere close to that. I mean, <laughs> just to show the greatness of Dirk, he didn't have a teammate anywhere close to that. I mean, you could you could probably do Jabbar because then you'd have the big O and Magic. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about and that. Worthy and all of those. So Jabbar would definitely be up there too. But especially if you're one of the people that's like, hey, everybody nowadays is better than everybody in the, <laughs> the old days, LeBron would take that crown. But anyway, that's a longer. I'll just tweet us at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L. Harris, at Locked On Mavs. Let us know. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's get into some of this free agency news. All right, Isaac. So a couple days ago, Julius Randle turned down his player option. Everybody pretty much thought he was going to, even though LeVar missed that news. And he mentioned on the broadcast, he's like, did you? I only saw clips. I didn't actually watch it. So oh, you get... watch this dang thing. I did not. Uh, he's like, this is the best. This is the best lineup he's got around him. It's, he's got my boy. We got Zoe. We got Aaron. <laughs> he messed up Drew Holiday and said he was Aaron Holiday. Oh, my gosh. He's like, we got Aaron. We got Ingram. We got Zion. We got Julius in the middle. And I'm like, oh, Julius turned down his player option like two days ago. So he turned it down. Uh, also, I saw on Reddit from his Instagram, he got a tattoo of the I-30 interstate symbol on his arm with the Dallas skyline under it. And then a Dallas D logo, that that logo with like the three lines making up the the letter D. Yeah, he got that on his arm. Sweet, loves so, his hometown. Loves his hometown. He turned down his option. The Mavs have space. This is something that a lot of people have been talking about. How are you feeling about the Julius Randle? Are you still on Julius Randle Hill? I am. Yes, I would love the fit. I think the fit's great. I I um, I'm all about that, especially for the right price. I mean, everything is about the right price. But as far as his fit in Dallas, I'm all about it. I love his fit next to KP. Uh, we need somebody that can. Get think like, that's the biggest difference with him and him and Dwight Powell. Uh, a lot of people want to compare the like, okay, Powell's better rim roll. I, I get all of that, but if if Julius Randle can come in and be part of the the bullpen rotation at the center position with you know alongside KP, I, that's what I'm going for because I think I love his bulldog type of fit alongside KP of go get me some boards. If you want to be a believer in the three-point shot, he shot 34% from three last year. If he could keep that, I mean, that would be awesome. So, yeah, 100%. He turned down the option for around $9 million. I mean, what do you think he's going to get? $12 million? 12 to 14 You have to think he's going to get more for sure. 15 15 to 18 is my guess. Yeah, something like that to where, because I mean. One thing that we've been talking about, and about especially with the Lakers and the Clippers situation, if the Clippers and – if the Knicks, if they strike out on some of these guys, they're going to start going after these these secondary pieces, these secondary free agent players that we've been talking about a lot. Yeah, and that's going to drive up the price for some of these guys. The Lakers might be their Lakers are going to be in that situation because they're not going to have a full max unless they yeah. do something with this deal. So there's going to be like guys like Seth Curry, guys like Danny Green, uh, Wes Matthews, JJ maybe not Wes Matthews, <laughs> JJ Redick, uh, Patrick Beverly for sure. These guys, their their price is going to start going up because there's going to be more bidders. Yeah, like Pat Beverly's not going, you know, he's not going to net 5 million. It's going to I think it's going to be yeah. around 10. So, like if you walk I've said this before on the spot, but like if you walked away with paying like Randall 15 and Be- Patrick Beverly like 10, 
And, you know, sign me up for that. Like that, that I would love to add Julius Randle and Pat, Pat Beverly to this team. So yeah, I, I like, I like Randle a lot. He's just 24. I like his fit. It seems like he kills us every single time he plays the Mavs. <laughs> so, uh, and his, the biggest thing is his rebounding. I think his rebounding would be huge for us. For sure. Rebounding would be great. I like his Zach Lowe on his podcast today said that he was, he was terrible on defense last year. I like his defensive potential. I like how he can, he can switch out and guard on the perimeter. Uh, I like how he would fit next to Porzingis where Porzingis can defend the rim and Julius Randle can defend some of those bigger bruiser guys. Yeah. He's not that big. I mean, he's six, nine, but he's strong. He's super strong. So he can take some of these guys. And then you have, you know, Porzingis to come and help or Luca likes to come in and, and help off of guys and cheat and, you know, do, do the Luca kind of crafty stuff that he does. And I think you'd have some versatility too, because you would have like, you would still be able to put Powell alongside Porzingis too. And if you wanted to keep Randall in with that second unit, let him do some of that playmaking that he did in, yeah. you know, in new Orleans stuff and help run that second unit with Brunson and some of those guys. Maxie. So yeah. And maxing that. So I, I think you could interchange those guys a lot. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I'm all in on bringing him to Dallas for the right price. Yeah. He was a black hole on offense for the last couple of years. That's one thing I am worried about, but if you put him on that second unit, you let him run it with Brunson, let him run it with, you know, with maybe Maxie or Dorian, whoever, whoever's on that second unit, you let him get that out of, out of his system kind of there, <laughs> you know, let him eat again, second units. And he was a great small ball five uh, coming off the bench. He's, he's an awesome backup five. He's like, in my opinion, the perfect backup five. He's like your Montrez Harrell kind of guy coming off the bench. Yeah, he's not the same player, but he can do similar things. So, hey, just get people out of the Lakers organization, then they they become good. Uh, it didn't work for Roy Hibbert. So I know there'd be a lot of people, but <laughs> if Lonzo, if Lonzo and Ingram go to New Orleans and like take a huge next step, That'd you think hilarious. that would be? Considering D'Angelo Russell, Randall had a good year. People talk about Brooke Lopez. If those two do it, will people will that narrative like continue on? The the one thing about those the one thing about those two is that they were injured a lot last year. I mean, Lonzo missed a ton of games. He, Lonzo's only played like fifty games the first two seasons. So that's true. So that's sounds that's like one a, thing that's sounds true. sounds like AD. <laughs> AD actually, he's never played less than like sixty five games. I was kind of surprised about that. He's never had one of these huge injuries that's taken him out for a whole season or anything like that. He's not. Dwight, like, I mean, he's not like Embiid. Dwight Howard missed like seven games in his first seven seasons. Yeah, then he had back surgery. Okay, we're not talking about this. Also, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson was supposed to be a restricted free agent, but if you remember the Nerlens Noel situation, the Mavericks offered the qualifying offer, and he, you know, he they, that's what you do to make him a restricted free agent. He has to either, you know, uh, he has to accept the qualifying offer and then try and go get a, you know, like an offer sheet or something like that. Um, and they. They didn't offer him the qualifying offer at all, Ronda Hellas Jefferson. So now he's just going to be an unrestricted free agent. This is a sneaky kind of player that the Mavericks can buy low on and and go get. He is not good offensively. He does not have a jumper at all. <laughs> he cannot shoot. But he is an awesome defensive player. He can be all over the place, and he can guard tons of different positions. I think he would be an interesting get for the Mavericks. Yeah, so – I think it's it's a, it's a pure salary cap play for him because you look at guys like Damari Carroll, Jared Dudley, like they had big cap holds for Brooklyn, yeah. and you know they're creating this space right now. And Hollis Jefferson had a seven point four cap hold, and they didn't offer it, and they're going to let him go to free agency. I think I lean towards no, 
Uh, normally, here's my, here's my thing. If it's under two years, this is my general thought process on this. If it's under two years on like a top 10 draft pick and it's a guy that really hasn't panned out, like a Frank Nilakina, uh, like a Dennis Smith Jr. now for like other teams, I would swing for those type of guys. But Hollis Jefferson, for me, he's been in the league four years now. He's drafted in 2015 draft. He's a 22% three-point shooter. I feel like he's kind of what he is right now. And for me, I think I would lean towards Finney Smith over him. And, I, yeah, his defense is super appealing because he is a guy that I feel like can guard one through four at times. But at 22% from three, that really, really scares me. And I think I would rather those minutes go to Finney Smith. It's fair. It's fair. It would be like a buy low kind of a risk kind of guy that you could you could maybe develop and maybe in a different system. But it's also it's not like Brooklyn hasn't developed guys, you know, and brought guys along. So maybe he needs a, a different kind of voice in his head. Maybe it's something else. But uh, yeah, just his synergy that. offensive page very brutal. <laughs> One of the worst offensive synergy pages I've seen in a long time. Like percentile. He just needs, I, I, he just needs Carlisle to change his role, Isaac. I. <laughs> Like Dwight Powell, I give <laughs> I give these percentages, or I, sh- I on the, hear about synergy of how they're in the blank percentile in the league and isolation shots, whatever it is. In every single offensive possession category, he was twenty seventh percentile or lower. So not good. it was it was literally like below average or poor in every single category. So I just alongside KP and Porzingis, I want somebody who can shoot, and I feel like Finney Smith will give us a decent amount of what Hollis Jefferson would. Also of note, Patrick Beverly is set to meet with at least five teams, according to Sean Devaney. Hmm. Hopefully the Mavericks are one of them. Mentioned in that same tweet was the Lakers and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I think he tweeted something about the uh, about the he's Bulls. He's tweeting all kinds of teams. He's tweeting all kinds of stuff, and he's trying to drum up some attention. And he's He doing, should. He's doing yeah, a good he, job of it, yeah. I, he should. I think a lot of teams would love uh, – him to be on their team and this is we've talked about before like he hasn't made a ton of money in his career as far as career earnings and this could be one of the first like decent sized paydays of of his career so definitely the time that he's been most wanted right for sure how many times have has patrick beverly been available and teams haven't just gone and swooped him up for sure and he's one of those guys that can i mean like every team needs a guy like him i mean you, you look at even teams like phoenix and Chicago that has like young guys. I they want. Team, I know a team that doesn't need him. Who? OKC. Oh not, gosh. Not going anywhere close to that team. <laughs> no. Not anywhere close. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, even lottery teams looking to take the next step. Uh, wanting them to play alongside maybe their young guys and title contender teams like the Lakers forming their roster. Uh, he would be great for them too. So the Lakers we are doing have the same thing. Mavs fans are doing right now. By the way. <laughs> We we have been about Patrick Beverly for a very long time, and I still am. Yep. I uh, would love him on, on the Mavericks. I would go into double-digit millions for him. I think it would be perfect for Luka, and uh, we'll see because I think a lot of teams will be. I think what you definitely want as a Mavs fan, if you want Pat Beverly in Dallas, is you definitely want Kawhi to stay in Toronto because yes. I think if they do get Kawhi and stuff like that, I think there's a very good chance he comes back. But Can you imagine having to play Patrick Beverly and Kawhi? God bless. <laughs> and Shea. Yeah, and Harold. That would suck. Um, in other news, according to Shams, the Mavs apparently have worked out Tobias Harris's younger brother, Terry Harris. Neither of us know anything about Terry Harris, 
except for the fact that he's Tobias Harris' younger brother, and Terry Harris didn't show up on the Ringers' top 60 board. So um, maybe a little bit of a you know a, a Costas kind of situation where you bring, hey. in, you bring in the younger brother and try to, to plant some seeds. Costas, Jalil Cousins, how that's far a, do we want to – That's a good one. How far do we want to go back to the sibling? Let's sign your lesser sibling. Um, Seth. Were they – were they going for the Seth long play with Steph? Or, <laughs> the Seth uh, one actually worked out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, it worked out for him. I don't. If you had a longer play for the brother, signing Dirk to get his son Maxi. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I can't really speak on Terry Harris at all. I I, I don't <laughs> know anything honestly, about him. I don't know he exists besides just that Shams report. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know right now. Just to make sure he does. Well, I think our uh, fellow. Uh, Locked on co-host for Philly, Keith Pompey. He he said something about Terry's been working out for a bunch of teams, and he's kind of a hot name in the second I thought round. Terry right Harris now, was the was uh, Terry Cruz's character in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch that. All show. right, Terry Harris is a six six forward. He Ooh. went to oh, no. Houston Baptist for two years, Eastern Michigan for a year. And then North Carolina A and T. What is that? Ooh, agriculture and technology. The Aggies. <laughs> I have no clue. The Aggies. That's what the, that's who they are. He played thirty-two games, averaged twenty minutes, scored eight points, two point eight boards. He's killing it down there. Shot. I want to make jokes about him, but he could be like good. He shot forty-one percent so. from three. Okay, we're on. There we go. Bring him in. Thirty-seventh pick. <laughs> we we need three-point shooters. Take him. I wonder if he looks the same as his brother. <laughs> he does. He looks exactly the same as Tobias. <laughs> Bring them both. <laughs> okay, go. Everybody right now, do me a favor. Search Terry Harris on Google. And the first four pictures that pop up are just pretty funny. So That's the draft happens before free agency. And they're like, hey, we'll draft Terry Harris. And then a few days, a few days like a week or so later... Next Sunday, they call up Tobias and say, all right, we have your brother. <laughs> like they got him hostage? It's like a hostage. We have your brother. We'll release him. release him to you. If you sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Clippers getting getting the, uh, the half the logo rights for Kawhi. <laughs> yes. We'll add it to the pitch. We also have your brother. So what if we sign Tobias and we bring back Devin? And then I write for the team. So then it's like <laughs> How many Harris, hair Harris, I and Harris. Get? <laughs> the Harrison Harris boys. I don't, Bring back I don't Harrison know. Barnes. <laughs> I've said this before, but I really wanted them to get Jonathan Isaac because then I could have Jonathan Isaac and Devin Harris standing beside each other and it would say Isaac Harris and I would just be fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Isaac thinks about when he's at work. I've thought about this so no, much. This is what Isaac does when he's driving down an Oklahoma <laughs> Oklahoma City highway with nothing to do yes. except for teenagers in the back doing who knows what. I'm like, listen, everyone, listen. What if? What if? <laughs> that's what that's what you probably do though. Guys, okay, what if the Mavericks hadn't traded Devin Harris for Jason Kidd? <laughs> like, who cares? Would, Keep driving. Would Devin Harris have a title if Oh, like, man. shut up. Can we stay up late tonight? No. Go to bed. <laughs> Is that what they ask you? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In 10 years, you won't want to stay up late anymore. That's true. That's true. Also, 
the uh, there's a report in the Shams, and I I texted you this, but oh, there's no. a report in the Shams piece that made me laugh out loud. Um, uh, apparently Ed Davis is getting interest from several teams. He is a very sought after free agent this summer. Hmm. Cool. Nice, nice report. Didn't mention any specific teams. Didn't mention anything else. Just that he is getting a lot of interest. Oh, that was uh, it. That was it. (laughs) Nice solid for that guy's agent. Whoever his agent is, he just did his solid for him. But again, we've talked about him for the Mavs. This is a guy that I'm sure the Mavs are going to be interested in rebounding. He brings, um, he's awesome. His rebound percentage is like crazy. Yeah. I like Ed Davis a lot. He would be a steal. Um, do you know where, where he played? Stop it. No, he did not. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm convinced that half the league went to North Carolina. Uh, he was super, super skinny at North Carolina. He's bulked up some in the league. But I, I really I am liked him fan. when he played for the Lakers. I wish they would have kept him. Him and Tarek Black, those are my two guys, the big men. The dude is like a 6'5 center. He's 6'8, yeah. come on. Okay. I like Ed Davis. Boom, boom. Can we get boom, some boom. of these trades? I spent time on these trades, and I'm not even going to freaking be able to talk <laughs> wait, wait, about them. we got them. two more things. Two more? How many reports were there today? There's a lot of. I, I, I told you there's gonna be. We have to get them all out of the way because there's gonna be just as many reports tomorrow as there are today. Okay, give me the latest Dylan Windler the mock Rockets, draft news. The Rockets apparently have had conversations about Clint Capella, and talks about Chris Paul deal, but they don't want to. They're they're not planning on trading Chris Paul yet. But the uh, McMahon piece came out, and uh, oh, guess what, great. Isaac? Teammates don't like Chris Paul. Shocker. Shocking. Who knew? That uh, is breaking, breaking news right there. No one there. send me Mavs trade for Chris Paul anything. I'm out. Hey, can we just take teammates out and just say people? Just people don't like Chris Paul? Yeah. State Farm yeah. apparently likes Chris Paul. Apparently Oscar from, from The Office likes Chris Paul. He's sitting on Poor. a... Okay. Anytime in a movie or in a commercial or anything, when someone's laying on the hood of a car... That just gives me so much anxiety. Wouldn't you just be denting the hood all over the place? I feel like every time I try to lay on the hood of my car, I dent it. I feel like <laughs> I don't try to lay on my hood fat? very often, is- <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like every time it's like a love scene. <laughs> They're out in the middle of nowhere. It's like Friday Night Lights when Riggins and uh, whatever Adrian Padalecki's character. They're out in the middle and they're just Texas forever. Texas forever. Looking out at the sky, drinking beer. They're like. They look like they're 35, show. but they're supposed to be like 17. I need to rewatch that show now. I always watch it in the fall. Whenever the fall comes, I'm like, all right, time to start Friday Night Lights again. Time for Friday Night Lights. Okay, last one. Okay. Also, real quick, they could dump Chris Paul and sign Jimmy Butler. Just saying. They really wanted Jimmy Butler. They offered four firsts for him. So Yeah. yeah. Um, Utah is apparently the front runner for Mike Conley. And please do not trade for Mike Conley, Utah. Oh my gosh. That would just be... <sighs> Yes. Another team, and we—I already have Utah as a lock. They were the third best team in the West at the end of this at the end of the season last year. If they get Mike Conley, that I don't know if that vaults them past Houston, but it makes them a solid. They're solidly in that race for. I mean, if they get Mike Conley, they could win enough games next year. It could be wide open enough for them to be the number one seed. Am I crazy to think that? Not crazy. Because no, I think he would be incredible for, for Donovan Mitchell. Not that much. He would be like, uh, yeah, he would be Ricky Rubio times three for that team. Times <laughs> he, four, he, he's way better. Yeah, way better than Rubio. Defensively, outside shooter, everything. I think him and Mitchell play amazing off each other. I mean, he's better than Mitchell right now. 
right? You're adding yeah. in a player that's better than your best player right now. I guess so. I'd, I'd probably say people think Gobert is the best player, but Gobert, Ingles, Mitchell, and Conley, that'd be pretty dang nice. So if they could I, keep I, that I just, all together. Yeah, I'd like to see who, what would that deal look like. I mean, it'd be multiple firsts and stuff and all that, but... Yeah, uh, as a Mavs fan, you don't want to see that happen. As a, like a Conley fan, I think it'd be really cool. It'd for be him. great. I'd but, love to see it for him to do. Yeah. He's not. Gonna, they're probably not going to win a title in Utah, but for him to go and do that, get his chance. You know, like Marcus All, like Marcus yeah. All chugging wine. And- <laughs> he he definitely got his chance and I made love the most Marcus of it. All. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's great. There's a world where Marcus All was a Laker for his whole career because they had him. They traded him in that Pau Gasol trade. Oh, chubby Mark Gasol back then. <laughs> if you've never looked up old pictures of Mark Gasol, please do. He was, Jesus. I mean, imagine the pictures of, of Kevin Love when he was younger and just like, like maximize him, like <laughs> add more weight. Okay, let's take another break. And when we come back, Isaac has like a thousand fake trades he wants to do. <sighs> Whatever. All right, Isaac. So lots of trades are happening. Uh, the other thing that I didn't mention from Shams is that Phoenix is shopping TJ Warren josh jackson and the sixth pick so they're trying to get that package to move for something else what kind of fake trades do you have maybe involving that package or what kinds of things you've been cooking up well i'm actually looking at things of value not what phoenix has wow you like tj uh, warren no yeah i think he's a little underrated but oh well um okay mainly focusing on this fourth pick that david griffin just got in new orleans i really really don't think they want to keep that pick i mean i know everybody's saying that but it's just, yeah, I think you could find value or if not move back, move down some and then take some shots at some other people. Um, I know the Hawks thing has been thrown out some moving back to, you know, with Atlanta and getting eight and 10 for four. And if I'm them, I think that's my last case scenario in which I would do that. And then you just, you grab Jackson Hayes and then whoever there is at whoever's there at eight, whether it's Cam Radish or whoever, but oh, well don't care that much about it the window carter for four thing is very intriguing i think you think that's enough i mean he was just drafted last year right that's one year of window like window carter for darius garland basically i mean if he was trading it to the mavs the mavs would say yes to anything apparently so (laughs) i don't know i just i feel like that's a a win-win for both sides chicago get a point guard and then yeah I think Wendell with Zion would actually be pretty dang nice. My favorite team to that should be going after this fourth pick is freaking Orlando. I think Orlando should be the team going going at New Orleans right now saying, what's it going to take for us to move up to four to get Darius Garland or Kobe White? And, I mean, let's just, say, let's just leave it Darius Garland. So, would Bamba in 17 for the fourth pick be enough? What about just Bamba? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like that would be decent, but I'm higher Bamba than some. Like, he didn't have a a super great rookie year, and or swap or Especially swap if out. Going to bring back Booch. I mean, they they I would do that. I would do that with the 17th pick. What would Bamba's fit with Zion be like? The, okay, the one thing about Orlando, how committed are they to Markel Fultz? Because it uh, feels I like they think. really do want the Markel Fultz thing to work. Yeah, but I don't think you can bank on anything. I, I wouldn't pass up on something because of faults. I loved in Zach Lowe's column how he mentioned that Markel, the number one pick in 2017, forgot how to shoot, and that was like the 17th most crazy story from the last two years. It really was. I mean, it's 
the stories we've had. The Markel Fultz thing is also a cautionary tale to all these people saying that the Lakers like got fleeced and traded all this stuff. Like, even if you get a top pick, the, the player can just become – I mean, he could be Anthony Bennett. He could be Markel yeah. Fultz. He could be Wiggins. Like, all these all these possibilities. The draft is such a crapshoot. You just never know. I mean, the Pelicans got lucky enough that they got Anthony Davis and Zion and the two times they got number one, but you just never know. So, anyway. No, and Fultz was the, I mean, hands down, the number one overall pick on everybody's board at that yes, time. So absolutely everyone. It wasn't even a, but. Um, so, yeah. I th- okay, what if you swapped that Bamba, Jonathan Isaac in 17 for four? I think Isaac is more valuable than Bamba right now. Okay. So I think the Bamba one works, but obviously, so if no, obviously so the Isaac if, one works, but I think you can do Isaac by himself. So would you do, who would say no for Bamba in 17 for fourth pick? I think Orlando says no. Okay. Also, it feels like the Darius Garland number four thing is there's certain teams are falling in love with it and certain teams aren't. Doesn't it feel like kind of yeah. like yeah. how much you love Darius Garland depends on how much you'd give up for that. I feel like yeah. Bamba, just straight up Bamba for him because Bamba would be such a great fit with Zion. That would be crazy. Bamba and, and – uh, Ingram just standing next to each other, and then in the comparison of Bamba and Ingram, and then Zion. <laughs> Lonzo throwing lobs to Zion and Bamba would be uh, Zion would be standing fun. next to Bamba would be like the uh, um, the the two guys from uh, from uh, Home Alone, the two- Marv and Harry. Yes, because <laughs> you got one like shorter, like round guy, and you got a tall, skinny guy. um okay what about what if miami really really likes darius garland and they and they called up and said we'll do bam the 13th pick and one of our bigger contracts for four in solomon hill Ooh. so the justice winslow point guard experiment is over we're done yes we're done with that that would be interesting let's see so wait what bam and Let's just say Bam, um, Kelly Olenek, and the 13th pick for Solomon Hill expiring in fourth pick. Interesting. So you put Bam with Zion. I like that. Yeah, I would too. Would Miami – I mean, Miami obviously have to love Garland enough right. to give up Bam. And, you know, to give up Bam to basically mo- get off the last two years of Olenek and move up seven spots interesting i don't feel like i know enough about miami to make that call yeah miami's situation Um, is so weird just so weird it is super weird what if minnesota says hey we really we're really believer in darius garland we want him to kind of be a sidekick to towns and they called up and said we'll get new orleans we'll give you sarich and 11 for four Mm, interesting or covington and 11 for four Ooh, Covington. Covington and Zion and Lonzo and Holiday. Oh, my gosh. Who's scoring yeah. on that team? I don't know, but who's who's not scoring on that team? The rest of the league. <laughs> no. no, that's what I meant. Who's scoring against them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this is when I texted you, and it's kind of a bigger deal, but – well, not really that bigger. But what if it? what if it's Lonzo and the fourth pick? For Jalen Brown, 14 and 22. 
Jalen Brown, 14 and 22 for, for Lonzo and four. See, I think they like Lonzo. Yeah, I think they do too. But if they look at it and say, man, we really like Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown would be a heck of a fit next to Zion and Drew Holiday and Ingram. It's a weird team. And then you get two more shots in the first round at 14 and 22 to do another guard or Boston whoever. Says no, because they, they value their guys way too much, apparently. But Lonzo and Boston would be fun. And then they get the fourth overall pick, too. And what would you do with that? If you're Boston and, and you got Lonzo, would you do Garland or would you, you take Culver? Do, you, you Culver? Do Lonzo, Culver, Tatum, Horford, Marcus Smart. I still think, I still think Boston Hayward. says no. Okay, I think. Ooh, yeah. Who's better? Right, Jalen's better than Lonzo right now, right? Yeah, yeah. What if the Pelicans? What if the What if the Celtics offered the Pelicans Jalen for Lonzo straight up? Jalen for Lonzo. I feel like the Pelicans might say no because they they just been all over Lonzo. I would do that if I'm the Pelicans, probably. I just like Jalen Brown a lot. I would too. I, I mean, I like him too. But I wish he's a freaking Maverick. Um. Okay. This one's just completely out of left field, and I know we just talked about uh Utah. Let's just say they don't get Conley, and let's say they they said they just played the ultimate early game of what the next five years could look like. But what if New Orleans said, we'll give you Ingram and four for Gobert? Ooh. Not, a, not enough for Utah. I instantly, in my mind, I instantly say Utah says, heck no, there's no way. But what if they look at it and say, let's play the early game and get out of head of this Gobert aging. There was already some talk this past year of, man, what does Gobert look like late in the playoffs? What does that can teams play him off and all of that? I still say Utah says no, but I was just trying to think of a star in the league that nobody's really talking about that would really shock people if they did that. Yeah, Gobert would be because he's just, he's so much a part of their identity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, one name I throw out there that I wish they could go get with that fourth pick and all the things they got. What if they turned around and called Minnesota and said, we'll give you everything we just got for Anthony Davis for Towns? No, Minnesota, they just have they. <laughs> you have Wiggins and Ingram and Lonzo, and all the picks. And all the picks. No. If they could convince Minnesota, how would you like Towns, Zion, and Drew? Wait, what? They can convince me. How would I like it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that would, they wouldn't do it. Minnesota no, wouldn't do never. it. They're committed. Okay, but this is the one I'm stuck on, and this is the one I, I lean towards that we've argued about before. And I'm with you now because especially how the East turned out. But the Ben Simmons thing, how much of this package they got back from AD, could they call Philly up and say, what would it take to get Ben Simmons? And I get, I get you've convinced me now to where Philly is was one game away from you know all the stuff, and they should just run it back. I get that for sure. But there is another side of me, too, of... Philly saying, okay, how much of Lonzo, Hart, the fourth pick, what like if they went the if they went the depth route instead of the Ben Simmons route, how much of Ben Simmons could you get of Lonzo Ball and would Ingram Hart and the fourth pick with depth be enough to make See, up that know, difference? I don't know if you're giving up all that for Ben Simmons. 
I, guess I would though. I guess you're not I giving would, the it, extra firsts, but if yeah, it, you would still get all the extra firsts. Then you're pairing Ben Simmons with Zion and Drew Holiday, and if you run that fast pace, I mean, ever what everybody's talking about right now with Lonzo, it would be like amped up even higher with Ben Simmons running the show with them. Like that would be incredible, I think. And then if you're Philly, you're starting. You get the depth. Then you get the three Lakers guys. Starting Lonzo, and, Butler, Tobias, uh, who whoever at four, Mike Scott maybe, and then Embiid. You have Ingram. Ingram. Ingram can start. Heart off the bench, loving that. Adding to the depth. And the fourth overall pick. Oh no! You take the fourth pick and you reach and you get Clark. You start Clark next to. Oh my gosh, (laughs) Brandon Clark, or you take DeAndre Hunter, or you take—I mean, any of those guys. I just—I mean, I would—I would like that for both sides, but they—they won't do it. Um, Can I give you one last? Philly says no. One last mega one, and then we'll call it wraps. I know. Sorry, David Luck. Don't. We're not apologizing anymore for length. People love the length. We just had. We just had. Our, one of our best days in a month, in two months, and because we had an hour-long pod. People love it. <laughs> Not apologizing anymore. Okay. You might have to write this one down because it's a four-team trade. Oh, my gosh. Can you screenshot it and send it to me? <laughs> okay. I'll just go down the line and say who everybody's getting, and then we'll we'll – it would definitely have to be after the NBA New Year starts. So it'd it be a, full, full disclosure, I'm going to type it out. It would be the whole, like, draft for the other team. Let me give full disclosure of saying this would be under the assumption that Golden State says we're going to enter a, re- a half-rebuild type of mode. Okay. Now, the Pelicans would get Jared Allen, Kuruks, and 27. Okay. Golden State would get Mo Bamba, Joe Harris, and the fourth pick. The Nets would get Draymond and Iguodala. And the Magic would get Dinwiddie. The Magic showing up in here. Okay, so here's here's my breakdown of it. The Magic are basically swapping Mo Bamba for Dinwiddie. Yeah. The Nets are saying, hey, we're getting Kyrie Irving. And if they can't convince another star to do it, we're going to go out and we're going to get Draymond and Iguodala to go with Kyrie. And we're going to go all in. And then they're convinced to pay Draymond moving forward and all that. To do that, to get Dre and Iggy, they're giving up Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, Kuruks, and 27. And Joe Harris. And Joe Harris. That's a lot. That is a lot. (laughs) But, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Just roll with me. Golden State, if they're sitting there in that mode and they don't know if they want to pay Draymond, I know that's a lot. They're going to keep Draymond all that. But, if you are trading Draymond and Iguodala, are you upset with the package of Bamba, the fourth pick, and Joe Harris? Yes. <laughs> You're upset with I it? I think so. Yeah, I think they are. I think that the Draymond is. We just we just talked about how good Draymond was in those finals. I mean, I love I love Draymond for sure. That's that's just a they're in win now mode. This is this is a trade that I I, I do this with a lot of your fake trades. You're changing the identity of a team too much, too drastically. They're not ready to just bottom out right now. True, yeah, but is there like are you that upset with it? In you know, Clay, you're still building around Clay and Steph, and now you're going, you're kind of getting younger for that next wave, and you have Bamba. Who would you who would you draft it for at that situation for your Golden State? Man, Hunter probably. 
Yeah, I guess so. Or Culver or... Brandon Clark to, to replace Draymond Green. <laughs> that would be wild, too. And then if you're the Pelicans, you know, you're basically trading the fourth overall pick for Jared Allen, Kuroks, and 27. Yeah. Is that enough for the fourth pick? Yeah. I, I think so. Just fourth for Jared Allen, just straight up. I mean, I'm... Ooh, you're that high on Jared Allen. I like him. I like the fit next to next to Zion. I like him better than anybody they're going to get at four. Could they trade Draymond straight up for the fourth pick if they wanted? No. Golden State. Uh, Golden State probably could, but... Oh, my gosh. Draymond and Zion. Draymond and Zion and Drew Holiday and Lonzo. What what would New Orleans have to attach with the fourth pick to get Draymond? Drew Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I man. So. It's I, Golden State wouldn't do any of these deals, but yeah, I don't think they do either. Just for but straight just up trying... value purposes. Does okay. it make sense for the Nets to give up all that can stuff? You do, to, can for... you do Ingram and in four? And then Ingram replaces KD. You're just like, all right, we just did this with KD. Now That's creepy. Now let's just. And then they draft Brendan Clark, and they're like, all right, here's our, <laughs> here's our CVS brand of Draymond and KD. And then uh, Travis Schlenk in Atlanta's like, dang it, they got so, to it before me. I put together the back court. You did the front court. <laughs> Crap. Gosh. So the net would that be too much for the Nets though? They would still have Levert and Torian Prince. It'd be a big swing for the Nets, but if they're getting Kyrie, then I mean you might as well. Kyrie, Draymond, Iguodala, Levert, use some other money. I don't know. Anyway, that's a lot. Um, you think there's a world in which DeRozan gets traded before the draft? No, I don't know who's interested in DeRozan. If Minnesota called and said, we'll give you Sarich, Jeff Teague expiring, and 11 for DeRozan. Mm. Who says no? Weirdly, the Spurs, I think. Mm. Maybe not. 11th? Maybe not. It depends on how they – I don't know how they feel about him. Uh, yeah. And then lastly, what, Charlotte. Would Charlotte make a play for either Aldridge or DeRozan if San Antonio – San Antonio wants to go the rebuild route. Batum, yeah, if San Antonio Bridges. wants to do that, then yeah. Aldridge. Then, then yeah, they'd probably if they want to go the rebuild route, then they'd go they they do the Minnesota deal. They should do that. Yeah. If they're gonna do the rebuild route, they should do that this year. See what you can get for DeRozan, see what you can get from all for Aldridge from like Charlotte or somebody like that. Kemba and Aldridge would be nice because he can pick and pop. That's nice for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Like if Charlotte called up, what if Charlotte called up and said, "We'll do Batum, Miles Bridges, and twelve for either DeRozan or Aldridge." Could that get either one of them? Oh, probably not. <laughs> well, maybe. I yeah. don't know. If they included Monk or it's not for, like they're, uh, they're probably not bidding against anybody, really. Probably not, but I just feel like Minnesota has to get somebody else to go to Towns, and Charlotte's kind of in the same boat with Kemba. Interesting. I just threw away ton ton amount of trades, but that's a ton of trades. All last time I la, all of these are fake. Last time I did this and we threw trades out, a blog picked one of them up and was like, blah 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 blah. This trade, these two players, and then a week later there were jersey swaps on two people and it was getting tweeted around uh, <laughs> Mav's Twitter. So who knows? Anyway, we get we speak it into existence, full circle, just like Lavar Ball. <laughs> And then, hey, if you speculate and throw enough fake stuff out in the wall, and then if something ever happens, then you can try to claim it. 
Oh, fish. We got to say his name every time because it has to be out there. I wasn't going that route. That's what you were saying. No, I was talking about just in general, media in general. That's true. Media does do that. We do that. but We don't try to claim it. There are very few things that we'll say that we, uh, if, if I'm very particular, if I think something's going to happen or if it's sourced, then I'll try to claim it. Everyone's going to claim if they sign Julius Randle. It's going to be, oh gosh, because ridiculous. Because, oh, it's my favorite. I've been yes. saying this for years. <laughs> we know. And there's, there's a handful of guys that I really, I would really like on the Mavericks. Like I would love, I've been on the Brog, Brogdon's like my favorite guy. That I would love. I just don't know if we'll have a shot. Brogdon, Pat Beverly, Julius Randle. I love those three guys. I wish Dallas could get them somehow. And there's a lot of other guys like Danny Green, Reggie Bullock. I like those guys too. But um, those are like three guys I would I would love to be Mavericks. In. But we'll see. Interesting. There you go. Guys, that's a bunch of fake trades. That's free agency roundup. We'll be back again tomorrow. We're here every single day. And... Probably every single day through free agency, honestly. I mean, we're probably probably just going to go all the way straight through. So stick with us. We had a great day yesterday. If you haven't downloaded the Himalaya app, we're getting close. Let Let me give you a Himalaya update at the end of the pod here. We are at 471, which is insane. We were at like 20 two weeks ago. We're at 471, and Lockdown NBA is at 560, so we can catch them. We're like 89 away, so we can catch them. Go download the Himalaya app. Follow us, Lockdown Mavs. And don't follow Lockdown NBA. Don't do it. Unfollow them if you have. Don't do it. We're trying to catch them. That's the whole point of this. God. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Boom.